Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Detroit Dart Talk. We're coming back to you for another week of Nerf Talk. And uh, this week, we have a very special guest. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hello, everyone and out there. GSB here. Happy to have you on. And as usual, we have the full crew. We have Tim. Hey. Tom. Hello. And Adam. (laughs) He's babysitting at the moment, so uh, he's, I think, on mute. But, yes, we're all back and for another round of recording. You know, Eric, you said, said, as usual, we have the full crew. This is the first time in quite a while we've had the full crew. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was saying it, so I didn't have to talk about myself. (laughs) I have been traveling for for many weeks for work on and off. Um, let's just say I was able to complete, validate uh, a, a a big a big 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 thing that I've been designing for the last couple of years, and I had much success uh, during this process. So Good. very very happy for that. But uh, now back uh, back and able to join in on the recording. So Good. We're, Good. we're glad you're back. Me too. So uh, we can just get into the one topic that everyone wants to talk about. Why are AF pros no longer called AF pros? They will be this. I will always call them AF pros. Yeah, that's. I'm. I'm not changing it. Yeah. So, it's. It probably was pretty easy to miss. Um, I just happened to see it on Instagram. There was a, uh, the Dart Zone, uh, the Dart Zone um, conglomeration. Let's call them. Wanted a new name for the uh, the black uh, foam-bodied darts with the orange tip, so they put out a contest. Well, we've take I, I don't know if we called them AF Pros or if it was on the package um, since the beginning, but uh, yeah, they, the they weren't satisfied with that name. Yeah, yeah, Pro Darts. I think it's on the package. So the Pro Darts, right? And uh, they for whatever reason, wanted to set them apart. I'm assuming that they're going to make them their own particular line or brand or whatever. I I don't know that they're actually going to like officially adopt this in their packaging. It was just a matter of the, the, like the contest thing I saw said, uh, the community has nicknamed every other dart. So what are we calling these? I think it was just like a social media, you know, activity, kind of like our old, uh, uh, bracket competitions. Just something to get people talking about Dart Zone, which it obviously did. I mean, it was a great piece of social media marketing because everybody was talking about it. It was controversial, and uh, I think yeah. even in this in our um, our Discord channel, plenty of people were saying they submitted ideas, uh, you know, for different darts. Yeah, and in the end, Ember Darts won out. It's a good name. Yeah, better than chilies or watermelon darts. <laughs> Yeah. So did they? Go ahead. I say, did they settle on chilies? Was that the final official name for the for the uh, red and green ones? Yeah, that's that's what Dart Zone officially called them. Not not watermelons. They're chilies. Um, they will. (laughs) In my mind, they are AF Pros, DZ Maxes, Sure Shot for the red and green ones, and uh, AF Waffles. Waffles. What was the sure shot that you called? That's the um... that's the red and green ones. That's what the box says. The so the full oh. the full links you can get oh. at Target are the Dart Zone sure shot. Sure shot. That's oh, what that's the box actually calls them. 
Now, they used to be the exact same dart as the Adventure Force waffle darts. Um, but when they came out with the Tomahawk 60, they premiered the new tip with the red foam. And shortly, the, the, yeah. shortly right. thereafter, they started selling the the red and green darts in the SureShot packaging. You know, we used to talk about um, Bradley Phillips a lot because I used to really enjoy all his videos. He's much more gel soft oriented, but um, I think he did a comparison video recently about which was the the best of the new darts, yeah, and including didn't... including workers' new darts. Yeah, I was gonna say he did a new. There, or there's some. There was some new dart from. You know, did he include the um, what are they? The thunderstruck darts in that comparison. Ooh. Um, no. not sure. Not from my memory, he did not. All right. I need to get my hands on one of those still, just for my display. The, the Thunderstrucks? Yeah. Yeah, I doubt that's going to make it here anytime soon, but... Well, so, I, somebody was selling them. It, that might have like, just might have just been like NF Strike, and I think they've gone the way of the Dodo, or I think they're just focusing on um, uh, tactical gear now. Yeah, where do people um, where do people buy their cheap Chinese components from these days, or have we just really migrated into out of darts foam blast territory containment crew as well? I don't think there have been good places to get them lately. I feel like monkey mods kind of stayed the course, still yeah, been around. It was like just shipping, it just like it was a long shipping time. Yeah, there's. Yeah, a... I got my I got my Firefly under the uh, estimated time, so it was nice. There's also um, uh, AK Blaster Mod is still a, a reliable source. Oh yeah, I I liked a, I did have a good experience with AK Blaster Mod, although I didn't love their like very militant packaging. I was like, okay, this isn't quite for me. Uh, but, uh, but... I don't remember. I've ordered from them a couple of times. I don't remember what it came in. GSP, your your new Firefly is pretty dang beautiful. How are you feeling about that? Do you have um, to play with it yet? Uh, yes, of course. I took it to work and shot everybody with it. <laughs> the one place, <laughs> the one guy who can take his stuff to work. And not, yeah. I mean, do they like they put up with it, but like they embrace it and they all have stuff to shoot back at me, which is yeah. even better. Now, how, um, how's the? Ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, wait, you were gonna say. I was just gonna ask how the plastic quality was. Um, it seems rather durable. Um, I've, uh, it's definitely not hitting two hundred. It's more probably a uh, single dart floor in like the 150, 170 range right now. But I am having problems with the uh, seal that goes into the breech. It keeps wanting to dislodge itself, so I'm. Um, Probably gonna have to super glue that in or something like that. Ah. Give me a better seal. But um, overall, overall, I'm very, very happy. And that's basically to do with you know the form factor of the shell ejecting, shell utilizing plastic. Yeah, super fun playing. Now, in the picture you posted on our Discord server, you have the Recon Mark II stock on it. Did does it come with the Nerf? attachment point on it or is that something you had to do custom no the attachment point is molded into the shell very nice very nice yeah for sure 
So, I, and that's just the most handy thing that I had. And I was like, sure, link the pulls about right. We'll run this until I feel like putting some collapsible something on there. Probably. Man, that stock is hands down my favorite Hasbro produced stock. Hands down. It's like the perfect link. Like you put that on the back of an Artemis and it's, it's just perfect. I'm, I'm a huge fan as well. Yeah, yeah. I, it's my go-to. I, I find it to be a little bit short, but that's just that's just me. I've just got long, lanky arms. Well, I think on, it on the back of the Firefly, like it's actually you know it's like it's not a regular uh, shotgun esque type thing where the stop starts where it should. Like there's the plunger tube area, kind of like the DZP Mark II, where there's a a length of basically plunger tube behind the grip just to get enough plunger tube in there. So a little bit shorter stop would probably work better for you because there's that extra load. Right, right. It's going to be sitting further forward just because of that extra section. Yeah, I'm actually I'm holding my Mark II up to the screen next to your picture, and it, it's very similar in um, silhouette. This Obviously, you know, the, yours is going to be bigger than the Mark II, but the, uh, the slope of the uh, or the angle of the grip is very yeah. similar, too. Yeah. Now, we saw a mention of you know, the previous Firefly had the plastic shroud for the tube's break, and then there was mention of the plunger tube on this one potentially breaking. Have you had any issues like that? Uh, but no, of course not. I've only had it. I got it built last night, and so I've you know I played with it for a day, and not even like really played with it, just jokingly played around with it and shot coworkers and let them shoot me. <laughs> You know, you pass it around, you know, you shoot somebody, you're like, okay, now you've got to, you've got to pepper everyone else. It's not just like one person. How many shells does it come with? It came with eight. It holds six. It comes with two extra, which is kind of nifty. Oh. If you think about it, or and I don't know if they actually thought this through, but you can have a speed-loading uh, device on the right or left, but where you can stash two more speed shells, snag those out, and then throw one into the breach, slam it home, shove the other one into the uh, magazine if you need to. So that I liked that. I was like, huh, you could, I could technically mount. I mean, I could, you could mount a lot more than that. It has enough real estate to where you could put shell holders all over it. It's, it's like you've practiced tactically reloading a shotgun before. <laughs> I, yeah, I come that, yeah, I come from the world of real steel, and I was like, I can't shoot any of my buddies with these firearms because I love all of my buddies, but I can do that with Nerf Blasters. So let's play with Nerf Blasters and, you know, actually have fun. And we've devolved. Like, we started very tactically, and now it's very fun because it's like, hey, y'all want to play, like, all jolts or, like, awfuls or something, like, where you got to get right up on somebody? Just be silly. And Now, here's the real question. Have you convinced them to try HVZ yet? Yeah, they are discussing it with me actively, and I don't have to bring it up anymore. Yes, yes. Nice. Uh, we, nice. we are working on We We don't have enough people. I mean, like, playing HBZ with, like, six people would be very difficult, although possible, I'm sure. But, we, we we're, yes, we, we are, and I'm not the driver anymore. Like, I've got it planted into a couple of people's buddies' minds. It's like, yeah, maybe we should. Okay. Nice. Well, Maybe uh, this is a good point to segue into uh, our main topic and the reason that we've got uh, GSP on 
is we wanted to hear all about these um, shop wars that he and all of his co-workers have. You know, they, they spend, uh, you know, untold hours at work throughout the week doing their job, and then they show back up on Sunday to play Nerf. So um, talk to us. Tell, tell us how this all started. Uh, yeah, it's a, a beautiful thing that happened in my life. Uh, I ordered a Nexus. Um, you know, I was thinking, you know, I, I bought other Nerf blasters for my children, and they're great. You know, uh, Strife, I bought that for them. That's great. I bought them. I think it was a Delta Super now. Still a super cool blaster. That was great for them. And, you know, I see this Nexus come up, and I was like, oh, it's only $50. I'll buy that, and surely the kids can use that sometime. And I get it, and like look at the packaging and read the you know the FPS or distance or whatever they put on it, get it out and shoot it, and I'm like, wow, well, my my children are not going to be able to use this for a long time. They're seven and four years old, so I'm not shooting at my kids with a Nexus for sure, nor are they shooting at me or anyone else. So I call one of my very good buddies and coworkers and tell him, you are going to have to order one of these because it's I, it's silly if there's only one where we shoot each other with them and play around with them at the time. Uh, he commences to do so, and then from there, we, of course, uh, this is, seems to be a, a main theme in all of this. Uh, we go to our shop uh, and, uh, what would you say, uh, ambush unsuspecting uh, co-workers. <laughs> And uh, definitely, you know, like trying to keep it like center mass or, you know, pelvic area, not pelvic area, but, you know, like keep it low. Like we're not trying to hurt anybody, but we went in and had a good time and everybody thought it was hilarious. And I guess like the day after or two or three days after, like a lot, a good part of our office staff was armed with orange blasters, be them Aeons or Nexus. Nexus? I think that's like say that plural. Yeah. Nexi. Yeah. <laughs> Nexuses. Wow. So that would be the basic origin of uh, how we got this thing going, which is very small still, but I'm happy to have it. Used. How many uh, How many people do you typically have show up at one of your events? Um. Uh, so our, our minimum that we will do anything with is three, which is still very difficult, but we have a large enough area or small enough area to, to make that happen and still have a good time. And we've got up to 13 before. Our average is usually about four or five. It's what we've dropped down to here recently. used to be a little bit higher. Gotcha. It kind of sounds like, you know, you, you've got your friends all together to keep playing with toys, which is what we're all about. So, you know, it's the same thing as when you're a kid, except adults that you guys haven't grown up with is awesome i actually think that's very awesome to hear right on. now thank you. yeah the uh the other thing is I, i've seen some pictures of this since it is like a, a workshop environment i mean it you have that natural not it, it looks a little more natural than let's say like the dart club that we used to play at where you got you know plywood boxes and, and walls and nets and stuff you have like actual shelving shelving and everything right how's it all laid out uh yeah it, it's uh... It's a basic area. I think we play in about 5,000 square feet is what I roughed out. And outside, we have a three-acre lot, which we also play on at times. I think y'all seen the footage of us playing under and around semis and 
doing that fun thing. But we usually, it, we're separated usually by about 40 feet uh, to opposing teams, whatever, unless we're playing 1v1v1 in a three-person scenario. But usually we start on one side and the other, starting about 40 feet away. And you on one side of our shop, you can start either on base on, on the ground level or up in a stairwell that is very near a service closet and also you can retreat back into our office area that's the neat thing about our our, our play venue too is we actually use all of the play even in even our, uh, the office and all of our actual office area is open as well so it, you can go from you know 70 to 40 foot shots down to very ctb quickly so yeah we start on opposing sides and uh it's usually all about movement. Where are you going to get to and what angle can you get on them to pin them down and not let them pin you down? What, uh, what type of gameplay game types do you typically run? It's uh, mainly just mainly, uh, one shot, single elimination. Just, you have one life and just see how quickly we can turn over games. Hmm. Just, I mean, of course we have played three fifteen. We played uh, when uh, here he was here. We played a little uh, meat grinder, which was great. I love that. Um, that was a good gameplay style. We had discussed playing uh, some. You use mats so you control different areas. You have two different colors. I can't remember the name of it, but um, we discussed playing that. Um, yeah, mainly it's uh, just get in there and run through a game, reset, shuffle teams, see how many you can get in in about two or three hours. Interesting. Um, you know, typically what we will see is that repeat play at a venue, people will start to tailor their loadouts and, and the blasters they use. Is Do you see like people gravitating towards specific stuff because of the uh, the type of gameplay you guys have? Or is it just, you know, whatever is the new hotness right now is what people tend to to get and bring or um i not really we haven't tailored that much i mean uh we still bounce back and forth freely between fly flywheelers and springers um lightning bugs are very usual to see we have three amongst all of us and you know let other people let whoever's there if you have that few people with three lightning bugs you usually don't need three lightning bugs and you know, same with Nexus. I think we have um, seven within the crew. A couple of mine are modded out. I've actually recommended to not mod them up that much to our crew because with a tuning cap and um, if you want to go so far as a skinny pusher, like that's your best thing for the buck, especially being, you know, loner blasters. Y'all have seen how my buddies treat Rip, you just. <laughs> destroyed nexus in so many different ways i have one i'm looking at one sitting right here and it's cracked all the way in half from the barrel and the body like seared oh no yeah so um we're rough on them so there's no point in putting a whole lot of whole lot of money into it unless you you don't let everyone play with it now i would imagine that the guys you're playing with since you work with with them in a shop are pretty uh pretty uh talented at like doing like old school style quick and dirty mods you know pull a a random spring fabricate their own uh parts things like that are you do you see 
a lot of that or is the mods that you're seeing just like, you know, people are going to the um the in hobby stores and and purchasing stuff that they have available? Really just um going for the 3D printed stuff. It's already there. I mean, 5 Five and a half dollars for a tuning cap, like, is uh, I hate to say it, but at at, at our age, like, trying it's to free. Do, <laughs> yes, almost yes, yeah, and, and and it's almost not worth our time. And I'm not trying to step sound so condescending and terrible, but I mean, no, five I, and a half dollars, you know, it's just like, oh, well, th- I mean, someone that's a lot smarter than me at this has already put the time and design into it. No, Buy I, the thing is proof. It's cheap and proven. I completely get it. You know, it's the exact same. When I do a strife, I will absolutely 3D print the little uh, plate that mounts the switch rather than mess around with epoxy or hot glue or or whatever. It's not worth doing it any other way at this point. Yeah. Right. For sure. That's kind of where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. and, And even those people, you know, that can design stuff like myself, like when the Dark Zone Pro Mark III dropped, out of darts had everything already before you could even buy the blaster. And it's like, it's not even worth my time to design a battery door and take five hours or 10 hours and multiple prototypes to do it. I'll just give Luke 12 bucks and it's already printed. And you know, that said, it's not worth the, it's not worth the time. No, doing that. Like, yeah, can't fault him for it. No, it's a great business model, and his products are usually pretty well designed. Usually, yeah. Also, there's one thing. There's one thing I've gotten from him a few times that's just never worked. His uh, strife battery doors never fit. Have you asked him about it? Yeah, I never got a response, so I figured it wasn't a big deal. Well, it's a big deal if it's not fitting your blaster. Yeah, and I just figured other people would raise a concern too, but right. who knows? like the the raven issues you know how all the i think the raven is the only blaster that i know of that the the flywheel cages are changed enough and the fitment Ugh. is different enough generation to generation to be a giant pain in the tell me about ass. it oh, so when i was modding I, that elite one oh that was such a nightmare yeah i remember you did not enjoy that one no i have I have an elite raven and i'm just like nah, i'm good I don't need to, I don't need to touch that. I'm good. I still would I love to. And then the person who bought it is just like, "This is such a nightmare to to work with." It's just like, "Yeah, why do you think I sold it, bud?" <laughs> yeah, well, I <laughs> he also claimed that it wasn't uh, functional, and it was. Yeah, it's I, like I literally I, fired it for you as you left. Oh, I, I like redid that before you sold it. Yeah, I like I don't. I, I don't know what their issue was. And they like left the hobby shortly after that. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Same. I still would love to get my hands on a stinger because uh, oh, sure. the Morpheus cage for OFP was designed on the stinger. So it does fit the stinger perfectly. And that's how I found out that the um, elite is different is because I tried to use a Morpheus cage in my elite and I had to cut a bunch of the shell out and it still wasn't lined up properly. And I, Ended up just going to the regular OFP cage, which worked much better. But, uh, yeah. Ravens. Yeah, stingers are garbage. 
Stingers are hot garbage. Don't <laughs> buy them. They're awful. You should probably just throw them away. Yeah, you, should, you should just give them to or, us. Or paint them up and, and chop them up and make uh, Stravens out of the Stingers. Right. I'm a big <laughs> fan of renewable renewables yeah. in general. So, ooh, like, ooh, yeah, renew it, better. renew it into my trash can. Even better. Take the uh, <laughs> Take the body of the Strife and put the Stinger Raven on the tail end. And then take a crimson long shot and put oh that on the God, front you barrel. Monster. <laughs> and, and, then, and then get yourself the cheapest can of black spray paint you can find. And paint and, it black and, and go play all. in traffic. <laughs> I hope it bubbles up. <laughs> and then put it in a Goodwill. Uh. <laughs> paint your blaster black and go play. I swear the 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 amount of. The amount of like absolute sorry if somebody feels this way, but sorry, not sorry. It, the the amount of like reverence that that is placed upon a crimson long shot or a uh, you know white out a white out long strike, and it's like if you wanted to do anything to it, it is sacrilegious. It's heresy. I'm out heresy. my uh, my white out long strike. It's got the uh, immortal. Yeah, you modded it. You didn't. You didn't chop it up. That's true. And I guess I guess I shouldn't talk because my uh, gear up recon sitting on the wall was modded so that there were no shell modifications so that I could take it back to stock if I wanted to. Yeah, you very carefully modded your stuff so it, you could claim it was unmodded or on uh, that the shell was intact. I actually really enjoy that process of like starting with a shell and not cutting it at all. So like... Uh, I'm actually everyone in this in this uh, you know live audio recording right now is part of um, our secret Xanta for Z, this year. Z two, so Z squared. Yeah, so we're we're running a. If I can tangent for a second, yeah. Um, before we come back to GSP, uh, we're we're running um, a secret Santa right now, and it is so exciting but so frustrating not to not to talk through ideas and, and things like that at the moment um and we have it's an international secret santa we can officially we can officially say that i think we have two international members right you know um, yeah i think so yeah does ohio count as international only if they break away from you know (laughs) no no they're not breaking away they're getting kicked out (laughs) they're going to be made a protectorate of michigan protectorate yeah they don't know how to handle themselves clearly um, but, but yeah, so it's just, it's exciting. And the thing that I am thinking about at the moment is, is attempting to do a specific mod without doing any sort of shell cutting. Uh, if I can avoid it, maybe putting some holes in a shell, but not like slicing something off. Are you making a Swiss cheese strife? You know, that's actually kind <laughs> of a cool idea. Do people do that? Uh, the like, only, just... only one I've ever seen was one that, uh, Drac bought, or well, I think his girlfriend bought it at a auction. Like the guy literally just took hole cutters, you know, hole hole drill bits, and made it look like Swiss cheese. All it was like super minimized. It was, it extreme, was lightweight. It was extremely lightweight. It was also modded to run off a nine volt battery, which oh cringe. Whoa. Okay, yeah. Swiss cheese nerf strife. What yeah. you got? If you go far enough back into his YouTube channel, I'm sure the video is still there. I'll, I'll pass. Thanks. <laughs> so, well, let's give <laughs> give the floor back to GSP. Um, it isn't a true episode of Detroit Dart Talk unless we have a tangent. 
Um, oh, clearly. So, um, where do you see it going from here, GSP? Um, I'm hoping to sustain what I have right now, uh, especially speaking with uh, Hear You, and which is awesome to have him come and visit. But uh, he's kind of a, I don't know, a step behind me in that he doesn't have any type of support structure as far as, you know, people willing and able to come play, but uh, just trying to basically maintain current levels right now so I can keep doing at least the little amount of playing that we get to do. Would like to travel at some point. I would like to go do an ATZ. Yeah. Whatever. Certainly Z13 would be great. Oh, we'd love to have you up here for Z13. We'll see how I that mean, goes. Is End War in the cards? Oh, when is End War? June 20 something. Here, let me. Yeah, it's uh, my birthday. I could ask for that for my birthday present, so I, sure. I think it's June 24th, 25th, and 26th. Nice. And. Um, the qualifier is probably the 23rd for yeah, not in the cards, but uh, at the same time, wife, two kids, a job and all of the grown up that come with being a grown up, as y'all know, um, you know, just have to plan it out correctly when my cards are right. Yeah. Uh, that's how pretty much any trip is. You know, I, I I'm past yeah. the days where I will <laughs> drive for four and a half hours after a final stand on a Saturday night, get home at three in the morning. Oh yeah, fuck that. Those uh This makes me sad. I it, yes. it it does make me sad too because those were some interesting uh and fun road trips, but um when I'm literally like shaking my knees back and forth to help me stay awake because I'm I've just driven 4 hours after running around a college campus all day. Uh it makes you question <laughs> what you're doing. Uh, yeah, luckily, everything would be so far for me that uh, I would be getting on an airplane because yeah, that's true. Um, absolutely worth my time to you know drive twelve hours plus or whatever it is to any anything I can reach besides whatever anything here you can you know rummage up and that's still four or five hours. So yeah, at that point, well, when, when I first got into it, like. Ohio was the stronghold like uh, for you know good HVZ there were so many different places and and especially cuz of covid they've kind of tapered off there's only one or two places still doing it um but you know like we were talking about in the last episode it seems like Pennsylvania is really up and coming they've got a, you know a really strong thing at uh uh Grove City and Penn State still has a club that is uh at least planning and then they've got, uh, um, why can't I think of the name? It's not Goucher, because uh, that's the original. Um, Geneva. And I think there's one other college out there, too. So, like, and that's all only, like, four-hour drive, which makes, you know, you can easily make a weekend out of it. It's it's a little bit harder to make a single-day trip out of it, but it could be done. Much easier to just crash on somebody's floor for an evening, I guess. I will be uh, very interested to hear how once you finally get them into and committed to doing some HVZ, how it goes for you guys. I'm super excited for that too. And I'm happy that I don't have to bring it up anymore. Like they're like, Hey, what if we did this? And what if we did that? And like, I, 
we're literally just making up our own rules. We don't have to do anything we don't want to, and we can do whatever we want to. So, well, I mean, I will throw this out there: the Z one three rules are uh, out on the um, like the links are all on the Z one three Facebook page. I you know, I, have, I don't have Facebook, but I have bothered you specifically. Oh, that's right. All- yeah, yeah, and yeah, we've we I and we have been through them. So yeah. yeah. Um, without tooting my horn, I, I think I am not unreasonable in saying that that is, you know, the way we do it is probably the easiest way to do HVZ with a smaller group. For sure. Right. I kind of, yeah, I, I, I saw that as well. And I mean, going through all of the things, it's like, huh, well, that, yeah, we can probably pull that off. We need a few more people, but we could do that. Yep, finding the people is the difficult part. Yeah. Um, there's, I don't know, I haven't, I haven't got anything going back here in uh, South Carolina, and, uh, you know, since before the pandemic. But so it was about that time when uh, it was time to start uh, putting posts on the local, you know, Reddit page. For example, we have a a, a Reddit page for the town here, which is pretty active, and people into doing nerdy things. There's actually like a whole D and D group for the area, and I kind of figured like. I don't know if I would necessarily get along with everyone from that group, but it seems like it might be a good crossover type of interest set. Like local, like D and D and the the nerdy hobbies tend to cross over with Nerf pretty well, pretty extensively. I mean, we've we've played D and D all together before, which is a lot of fun. We need to do that again. You know, it's like what? Yeah. What hobbies would feed into this? Like looking at other hobbies for the type of people who would be interested in nerf so you know airsoft paintball and then the the more fun side board games uh D that type of stuff it's like finding the local the local meetup groups letting people know about what's happening reaching out that way um the hard part is when you get a lot of families involved you definitely don't want to get to the point where people are dropping their kids off for babysitting time or yeah uh, and we we ended up implementing some rules in z13 specifically for that right it started. I haven't. I haven't talked to Ricky. There's a a guy who um, organizes the group in Charleston for Nerf, which is about three three and a half hours away. And uh, and they ended up mostly kids. And I I always felt a little bit bad for him because he has to navigate, manage the expectations of, of families and things trying to do that stuff. And and that's just not. It's not as fun. It's not as easy. Uh, you know, to to keep on top of all that. So striking that balance and making it what you want to make it. You know, a bunch of adults playing together is great, but I, I feel like when we are purely adults, it's hard to get enough people together in one place. It can be difficult. You know, and that's that's part of why Z13 is all that SDNC is really doing right now, because we have the ability to draw from outside of our club and make it a, a bigger group. Um, the last couple of times we've tried to do Park Wars or something like that, we've only drawn, you know, four, five, six people. We're uh, we're thinking we we're thinking we could change that. We're gonna change up who's running Park Wars. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, so we're we're hopeful. Another way uh, that I have found uh, found that you like, uh, gain interest or like, widen exposure to the hobby is that's uh, my two best successes were uh, a family reunion and also uh, a Fourth of July party that someone else was hosting. And you just, you know, throw, you know, 
30 to 50 Nerf blasters in the back of your uh, Subaru and drive over with your family and then just kind of hijack a party at some point. <laughs> with, uh, just be like, hey, uh, we've got all these uh, toys we can play with. You, you kind of, you know, basically explain to them, like, do not shoot a child with any of these. All of these any child should play with and you may engage a child with. So it's kind of the way that we've gotten people into it. And like, I had no idea this was even around. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I, I bet you didn't. But yeah, this is a thing. Like, no joke. I totally see that could be like an entire YouTube channel. Just call it Nerf Crashers and you show up at a random party. Oh, don't <laughs> even tempt me. That sounds great. <laughs> right. This was your party? No, this is my party. Yeah. No, no, no. Go find cover. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Ugh, itching, itching to play. I hate talking about this because it makes me want to go crash a party. Well, uh, get your <laughs> ass up to Detroit for December 18. Eric. Um. So. Well, GSP, is there anything else you would like to uh, add uh, to make sure you touch on for uh, for your wars? Uh, no, I don't. I I would I would hazard that they are not wars; they are mere skirmishes and or battles. But uh, no, I'm happy that I have a uh, a small crew that allow me to do all of the silly. Th- I feel like I I'm around a bunch of enablers where like. They're just like, all right, come on, let's go out. GSP's going to bother us until we go let him shoot us with Nerf guns. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna <laughs> Nerf flashes, excuse me. But yeah, you know, it's uh, I'm happy that I have uh, anybody to play with. And and don't get me wrong, like, we bring our kids, too. That's something I didn't mention. Like, every now and then, like, uh, and a lot of the time, we'll bring our kids. And um, it's nice to be at the place that we play from because we've got Wi-Fi, big screen TV. I've got my office now, which I'll take pictures of, which is Philly. It's Philly. And, um, yeah, I mean, we've got great places for kids to hang out. We've got snacks, so we can get a couple of, you know, all adult PVP in and then at the same time bring the kids out, get out all of the fun things, you know, rebel secret shot and, you know, bows and stuff like that, and then just have fun. Totally dumb it down to where it's no no mill at all. It's all silly fun and playing with our anywhere from yeah, eight that. to four year olds, which is which is great. And I love taking my kids there as well and letting you know. I mean, nearly every Sunday, you know, it's the old question: Hey, kids, you want to go there for? A lot of the time, it's yes. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm thrilled that I get to share it with Sebastian. You know, it's something that we get to yeah. do. Uh, just the two of us right now. Milo will be able to start participating in uh, uh, March, which is kind of scary to think about. Um, That's awesome too. Yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah. But they're very also, cool. Well, wh- oh, I, I was just going to say gonna... they're, they're also old enough that you know I don't have to babysit them throughout C one three when the, when Sebastian comes. He's you know able to run off on his own, and now he's got you know uh, Dan's. Uh, Bring in Jet, and then uh, we've got uh, another uh, kid from our scout troop that comes with the three of them. Like all go off together and hunt people down. Yep, I'm far away. I think Adam and I are both, and Tom are all very far away from having that type of fun, enjoyable family time. So, oh, I hope so. Yep, I hope I God, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
probably. So um, switching topics just a little bit at the end here. Um, when I was not on, I don't remember us. Uh, I don't remember. Did we talk about the uh, Dart Zone Pro Tour or the Foam Pro Tour for 2022? Uh, I don't think we've talked about it since it was official, uh, at least on the show. I have a yeah. lot of opinions about that. Yeah, I don't want to go into it. We've been going for a while on this. I don't want to get too far into it. I just wanted to note in case anybody cares or is interested we are I, we are not planning on uh getting the gang back together no dirty, dirty darts flung dirt cheap yes. sorry you want to say it too go ahead yeah, yeah. dirty let... darts flung dirt cheap will not be uh making a repeat performance um all right let's see nothing okay. against it we just couldn't get everybody together anymore the the group is group dynamics changed and we haven't practiced uh in a long time but i am on their website right now and i found uh I found a couple of us on their website in in the video. Oh, yeah? I see myself right now on the kind of, the Dart Zone website. Uh, the Foam Pro Tour website. Oh, okay. Really? Uh, I'm on. Yeah, uh, yeah. They have. I'm on the Dart Zone website right now. That oh, that's yep, they. Ha- Sorry, go ahead. They have a video that runs at the top, the top third. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, and I found myself and uh, Sam and Connor. And Nate, uh, and that's it. I don't know where you guys ended up. I was having a pretty good time by that point. Oh, I might be. I think I'm right behind you in that. There's another body in there. That might actually be Tim. It's hard to see. I think that is Tim, actually, right next to me. I don't know. But anyways, we're, this is not making for good podcast. The um, We're not planning on, on <laughs> returning. We didn't do great last year. Not that we didn't have a lot of fun, but uh, we're not... We're not prepared and organized uh, enough to field a team uh, for the coming we, season. We weren't prepared to organize the first time. We were a little bit. We no, had, we weren't. We had, Two we pra- we, members had never used their blasters. I know. We were made it um, the night before. Did, we, we had practiced ahead of time, though. Did slightly. you guys know that uh, the first place um, team from each qualifier gets a jersey? They, they all got a share. Well, so one one jersey. So the the first qualifiers in Sanford, Florida, and the first place team gets red jerseys and a travel voucher. Yeah, thousand dollar travel voucher, which is pretty great because that's like two and a half flights. Yeah, or well, I guess it depends who you fly with. Pays for your Airbnb. Um, That's that's true. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. The first two teams get jerseys. There's a first place team and a second place team. And then the second one's in New Jersey, and they get blue. The third one's in uh, Bay Area, California. They get green. And the Rochester, New York one, which is supposed to be right before End War, will get uh, like a yellowy-orange. Very cool. So we're, uh, yeah. I'm excited to watch it. Hopefully enough people participate. I haven't heard the kind of buzz that there was for the last round of this, even though this is a more production value going on behind this, but uh, I'm sure they will have enough uh, teams. Hopefully. Yeah. We will see. We will see. Um, well, I don't have any other topics. Anyone else want to cover any, any last minute items? I want to shout out or not really shout out, but it's, it's kind of a, a subtopic, a mini topic, but uh, this past Sunday, uh, Tom and Becca and, Matt and Misty and Alex and John John 
and my friend Chris and Dan. Um, Cody was going to be there. Yeah. Um, I'm probably forgetting somebody. I'm going to kick myself and I'll remember after. But uh, all surprised me at uh, the, the laser tag arena that we do Z13 at for a surprise 40th birthday party. And uh, I, there was footage shared of the barrage of foam that I walked into. Uh, that uh, I was completely clueless to that. Um, to, to be honest, I had honestly even forgotten that my wife had said she was going to take me out uh, for my birthday Sunday evening after we got back from scout camp uh, until Friday afternoon as like I was loading up the car and stuff. Um, so we get in the car to go out Sunday night and I, she didn't take the normal way that I go to Z13. She took, she got off at uh, uh, a different exit, was taking a couple back roads over. And so like she gets over to grash it and the um the parking lot that the laser tag arena is in it also has a movie theater and i was like are we going to see a movie what where are we going she's like no and i was like are we going to play laser tag she's like yeah on a sunday night yeah i thought you said there'd be food there oh they're having some sort of special uh uh thing so they're gonna have pizza and stuff it's like oh okay <laughs> still clueless and then as, I, I can't believe you, I can't believe you didn't know. I didn't. I I was completely clueless. The only thing that started to tip me off is my dad has a um very distinct uh sticker in the back of his uh uh pickup truck window. Um so I knew they were there as we were pulling through the parking lot. Um so I was like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> my my family's here. They're they're uh they're going to play some laser tag with us but i was completely clueless and totally not expecting everybody to be there with blasters you know ready to put me on the firing line so thank you guys very much and thank you tom for helping her organize that it was uh it was... yeah of course is that the second one i've helped plan yeah the first one was the uh the video i i should uh oh i forgot about the video i should link the video um, oh, I think it's unlisted. I can find it for you. I I have the the link. I mean, somewhere. I mean, I've got my YouTube pulled up right now. Let me yeah. go grab it for you. Where would that be? It's somewhere. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll we'll post that link and show off, uh, so you guys can all yeah. see that uh, from last year. A bunch of uh, friends from honestly all over the world uh, got together and um, wished me happy birthday on YouTube. I know. Uh, Garguncle was on there, and uh, Big Al, and um, gosh, I I can't even think of who else was on there. I've, it's been a while since I've watched. I need to go back. And now you've done it. I know. Started naming names. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> well, uh, we can continue with the shout-outs if you're feeling good about that. Yeah, yeah, go for it. I'm going to throw one out here. I want to shout-out. This is a little self-serving, I suppose, but uh, shout-out Adam for... Getting the Z the secret Xanta organized for everybody. Yeah. So love it. Yeah, this is going. I was like, what what did I do? Did is it was it gonna get shouted out for missing Tim's surprise party that I, I wanted you, to make, but you, I was moving into a new house. I felt so bad. You had a very valid excuse for not being there. Yeah. It wasn't it also your wife's birthday too? Uh, yeah, her birthday was the 12th. I, I bought her a house for her birthday. It's going to be hard <laughs> to top next year. 
<laughs> oh, ne- next year's the car. I already bought, I bought the car last year. Oh, okay. Well, so then yeah. the the uh, boat, you get a boat next year. <laughs> get our party Another barge. baby, maybe. No. Even worse. <laughs> yeah, I found it, by the way. I'm posting it in jail. Cool. So if you're not in our Discord server, I, you won't see it. Or you could join our Discord server. Um, yes. The link to or even joined. become a Patreon for as little as two dollars a month. Yeah. Um, the link to That's our d- Discord is on our Instagram, uh, I think, and on our Facebook, but definitely on our so. Instagram. If you look at the uh, profile of our Instagram page, um, which we should really post on our Instagram more often. Yeah, and our yeah, Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. We should cross post everywhere. We are a very well boosted Discord. We have all the features. Yeah, we Thanks have a lot wonderful going support on, on the Discord. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. And it's very active. So, good stuff. Good vibes. Agreed. Um, who else has to do shout-outs? I, I have to do a shout-out. And I'm I'm going to continue the circle jerk, and I will shout-out Tim. <laughs> Tim um, was able to help me out with a discount on my moving truck. Uh, and that saved me money. Um considering how much money I was spending on the house. Uh, and it was wonderful. For, I can't thank him enough. No, it was my pleasure, man. Thank I mean, you, Tim. I, I honestly couldn't live with myself if I didn't offer that up to you with how insanely expensive rental trucks are right now. Because it's ridiculous. After COVID, they did this exact same thing that rental car companies did, and they had to purge a bunch of their inventory. So getting a moving truck right now is insanely expensive. Uh you know, unless you pay for the overpriced uh well not overpriced, under undersized for their price U hauls. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely it was absolutely mental how expensive it was. Um, so thank you. Oh, my pleasure, man. My pleasure. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to shout out Adam. Oh no. Uh, for circle, circle, circle. For agreeing to help me fix my woozy. What? You, no, you already agreed to it. Like this isn't me. Oh, like, oh, you already agreed oh, to this. Ooh, I, I do recall you, this. You did sign up for this. You actually talked about yes. like reprinting it and doing the yeah. end. You, you did yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix it. This will be the last time. I'm gonna print it in stainless steel. Nothing's do ever it. gonna break it. it. It's on. It's on recording right. now. Boom! You can't go back. It's, yep, gonna just be printed in solid ink canal. You know, Adam, you can't move back to that project until you finish. The first project you ever talked no, about. No, yes, on he the can. You can go back. I have such a backlog of projects. But you, you know what I'm talking about, right? The first project you ever talked about on the show? You have to finish mm. that first. Please! <laughs> you know what? I'm just I'm gonna get some Narquino completes and I'm gonna just gonna use Airzone's code and I'm just gonna make Something like the pew pew, but probably worse. No, and I then, huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I gotta well, do the touch screen thing. I guess. Well, yeah. I okay. Yes, it will happen. Right. And with that, you have seen a man murdered 
on a podcast. <laughs> Heard a man murdered on a podcast. So hey, hey GSP still has to do his show. Yes, that's the four of us. So GSP, who do you, who do you want to shout out? You you don't get away from this. Um, can I take two? Absolutely. Um, I uh, I would like to thank uh our shout out robot uh the dude that uh went and bought the second Nexus in our crew helped that grow. And also uh, Jeremiah Johnson for letting us use his um, facilities. Good movie. Fantastic, so, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it is good. Agreed. Yeah, and, <laughs> and thank them for us too because it uh, it gave you something to come on the show and talk with us about. So, And thanks for the invite, for sure. No, absolutely. It's uh, We always like hearing about uh, you know, different you know, facets and different things going on and, and what you have going on is kind of unique. It's not something that, uh, you know, many people will have experienced. So I never thought about that. Yeah. I I know you've posted some footage in our show off. So that's another, uh, uh, good reason to come join our discord. If you're not already on it, so you can go check out the, the footage that he's posted of some of his games. Cause it is a very unique, uh, play area. Also, a thing that I think about our venue is uh, it always changes. Like you're talking about the setup at uh, Detroit Dark Club, where and I'm sure it, I'm sure your layouts change too. But you had to physically do that for yourself. But being in a work environment where things move all of the time, um, you'll. I mean, almost every day we walk in to play, uh, someone's moved something or something somewhere else, or there's a new obstacle over here because we've got a pile of material. So that is a neat thing about our venue where it organically changes itself and we really don't have to put a whole lot of uh, effort into it. That is cool. That is cool. So that is worth mentioning. All right. like <laughs> For sure. Well, I think we've, uh, uh, chewed this one thoroughly. Uh, we'll, uh, uh, anybody have any last, uh, things to add or are we going to stick a pin in? I'm all good. Feeling great. All right. Well, we will catch you guys on the next episode of Detroit Dart Talk. This has been, <laughs> this has been a man with a burp, <laughs> a man with a baby, a man with a plan, and a man who just had his birthday. And another man with a baby. And a man with a beard. Yeah. Uh, yes, and an extra special man, special man with a beard as a guest. So, <laughs> until the next time, it's been great having you with us for another episode of Detroit Dart Talk. We'll catch you on the next one. Send Take care, tell you guys about this thing i printed it's called a mayan death whistle what no like a skull or something right yeah uh it's supposed to sound like screaming when you blow into it yeah i've heard those it's a neat one did, did were you blowing it recently like was did that it uh yeah let me pull my headphones away real quick okay. is everyone ready we all good yeah ready <laughs> yeah it kind of sounds like death